re 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 ready Check Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah, you know it's a go. Okay, I see they going off, but we gon' rewrite it though. That's right, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah, you know it's a go. Okay, I see they going off, but we gon' rewrite it though. That's right, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah, you know it's a go. Okay, I see they going off, but we gon' rewrite it though. I said Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah, you know it's a go. Okay, I see they going off, but we gon' rewrite it though. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Rewriters Room. We are the men with the pen. We are back. Thank you all for the love for season two, episode one, talking about the Empress of Tomorrow. Um, she is back. Uh, it looks it looks like all her teeth are straight, just like my teeth are straight. Mm -hmm. It's the boy Armand. I'm here. Um, <sighs> Reginald Hive. Reginald Hive for sure. Um, <laughs> Scam daddy. And, yeah, like yo, we here again taking our shopping sprees like like a true king should. So, you know, there's nothing better than that, fellas. How, how y'all doing? Shit, man, just chilling. Go get him, Chan. Uh, you know, I really was blessed this week when they announced that Shay McMahon and Braun Strowman was gonna happen at Fastlane. I was so certain that was gonna be the Shay McMahon WrestleMania match. I'm like, just, just, just elated. I won't have to sit through Shane McMahon throwing himself off of that boat because that was a hundred percent going to happen, and now I don't have to watch it. So, well, I'm doing, don't want to watch another WrestleMania uh, Shane McMahon suicide attempt. No, I think the 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 jerseys kind of played out at this point. You got kids. I'm man. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but they took the match off Fastlane, so it's looking oh like they might God. they might be trying to extend it to Mania still. <laughs> You gotta have a Shane match at Mania, like you you have to, especially because he he didn't wrestle last year, right? Yeah, Shane didn't wrestle no. last year. You gotta have a Shane match if you're bringing back a live crowd. I don't even know why they announced it for Fastlane. Like it just didn't make sense to me. I was like, you didn't give this enough time. It's been a weird feud so far with Shane out, seeming like he don't know what he's saying and all out of breath. Like it just it it, it wasn't it. So yeah, hopefully it gets more interesting. <laughs> It's also implausible. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, the idea of Shane Man wrestling has always kind of been one of those, like, weak nudge, like, okay, yeah, Shane can wrestle. Like, <laughs> he's he's a judo master, okay. But, like, at a certain point, it's like, if Shane Man can, like, last in a match longer than two minutes with Braun Strowman, Braun Strowman is worthless then. Like, what, what good is Braun Strowman? And, like, I know he's had matches with AJ, but even, like, physically, he looks, like, comparable to them. Like, there's a reason why you've never had Shane Man versus, you know, Big Show. Or why that like Hell in a Cell Undertaker match was just something we don't talk about because we just act like that just never happened, even though the stipulation was that Shane May would quit, but like it just never happened. Mm -hmm. So like we just certain size matchups don't work for me. Yeah, <laughs> CC, what's good, man? Hey, what's good, y'all boys? It's CC, best rapper and producer in the whole wide world. Got body because I consume healthy products and do towel curls. Benevolent servant to the earth and philanthropist. And every phrase I say is a gym like Amethyst. You could put any nigga in the world next to me and dope ass women gonna look at him like, who's man's is this? I may talk a lot, but I only got one thing to say. Love yourself. Keep going. You are the world. Give all you can. Take care of your body, your people, and your land. Check, check your team, nigga. What the fuck is going on with this Shane McMahon storyline? My <laughs> nigga, nice. I've, 
I've been in many a cipher in my day. I've never seen a nigga fuck up that many times in such a short period of time. I've just, at one point I was like, can you just walk to the back and look at the paper again? Like fam, this nigga was stumbling over his words. And then you got Braun sitting in the ring, talking to his boss, trying to be the bad guy, but also trying to encourage him because he's mad at the same time. And he's like, yo, can you please get this shit right so I can actually have a storyline, please? Because I actually have been on TV. Like, I've been off TV for no fucking reason. Look at me, bitch. Like, I came back and made my body crazier, and I look like I could kill niggas now. But for some reason, I'm getting green goop dumped over me out on a fucking table and taking elbows and shit from this fucking 50-year-old man. What the fuck is happening, bro? It, it it doesn't make any it's just like there's some things you don't want and you'll be like okay i'll watch it anyways i'll give it a chance i don't want to give this a chance like Sh- shane's great on the mic he's great as a performer he's not a, a wrestler but he's, he's a great performer when it comes to these extreme types of matches which we'll assume they have but Braun is just, he's a one-trick pony. He's going to give you the, the little run-around-the-ring thing. He's going to give you, you know, tossing someone across the ring. He's going to give you the power slam. But, like, it's just... Wait, you just cleared <sighs> it up, bro. When you say he's a one-trick pony, now nah, I just figured it out. This is why they even having a storyline in the first place. Because somebody, like, that probably got, like... That's probably what he realized about himself and why he wasn't really going any further or whatever. So he probably asked for this shit. My guess is what's going to happen is when they finally have the match... Braun's gonna win by having like maybe like some somebody come out from Shane's past or like doing some shit where it's like he outsmarts Shane to show the brain side of Braun Strowman. And then that's how they're gonna like sell him going. And then like when they wanna push him to get like a championship and actually treat him right, that's their reasoning for doing it. I just I understand that, but like <laughs> it's just such a clumsy way to get there. And, Why would and- you do that? And it's just, it's it's such a sharp turn because, like, we've been adjusting to Braun being a heel for, like, since, like, August. And now it's just Shane, little Shane, 50-year-old Shane comes and he's bullying Braun and we're just supposed to feel sympathy for him. Like, Damn. it just, it, it it doesn't make sense to me. How are you going to sell to me this giant nigga getting whooped by a nigga with osteoporosis? Like, what's going on, fam? Like, how how is that happening? But, all right, I digress. <laughs> no. Um, and if we have to talk about stagnant storylines, although I feel like we're going to get some answers at Fastlane, this Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss thing has just been going on and on and on and on. And, you know, there has been some weird moments. I, I personally feel like the RKO happened too early. Like when Randy Orton RKO'd her, I, I was hyped. I was like, oh, yeah, like the toxic bike, we here. <laughs> and then from there, it's just been the little sludge coming out of his mouth or her popping up during his matches, but it's like every single week, like, you know, something's coming, you know, Alexa's going to mess with him in some, in some way. And Randy hasn't outsmarted her in any way since the RKO. It's just like, yo, bring the fiend back at this point. Like, I'm really hoping that, that the fiend is back, you know, but by the time people hear this fast lane will be over. So I'm hoping that the fiend is back by then. Cause this is just, it's like, bro, could come on. Like, what you think about that, Shane? I think as like the, this dimension and probably in the multiverse number one fiend supporter um i think that part of this storyline's issue is like the storyline itself needs crowds because like it's hard to be as scary as you want to be without like the reaction of other people because it's like it's one thing to be it's like it's why like, you don't watch scary movies by yourself it's like one thing okay i'm kind of scared and it's like but it's another thing when there's a movie theater full of people who are scared that like compounds on itself and so if you have arena full of people like you know, freaking out, kayfabe freaking out, whatever, like, 
I think that compounds on the horror elements of it. Like think about like an Undertaker return to an empty arena. It's like it, that doesn't it doesn't hit the same. Like it doesn't speak to you because like you need the people, like the ambiance of it. And so I think right. that's what this is missing. And like the Alexa part is interesting because like you really want to see like how far will Randy push it? Like like we all tweet about it, but like if he punts Alexa Bliss, like like that's a moment. Like that's something that they like will be a thing. And so like. But it would be an even bigger thing if there was a crowd there, if there was, like, this anticipation all night of, like, how was Randy Orton going to, like, actually wrestle? So, like, I agree with you that it's stagnant, but I think it's stagnant is because, A, they're building for, I assume, Bray Wyatt's return, like you said, at Fastlane, and, you know, B, because of, like, the lack of the crowd. That's interesting. That's interesting. I never thought about the crowd factor. For me, it was more about... So, when we got to the moment where he saw, the like, the sludge came out, I'm like, yo... All right, like the reason why I thought like here, I think here's my main problem. Like it felt like the the bubble was supposed to pop already, and now we're just like, all right, now it's just this boring bubble that won't stop growing. Like you, like there's nothing happening, or whatever. It felt like we passed that pinnacle moment, and I I saved the sludge because like at that moment, to me, I'm like, listen, I know this is kayfabe and shit or whatever, but there's a, like there's a person who's a regular human being interviewing him. How the fuck do you think the and the, the cameraman's right there? How do you think like people in real life would react to someone having black sludge come out of their body seemingly in reaction to someone who's not physically there and doesn't seem to have so injected them with some kind of drugs or something like that? It seems like it's either magic or paranormal. And everybody's just around like, hey, Randy, so uh, do you feel okay? I'm like, bro, is nobody like the reaction should be, yo, what is going on? Like what? And that's so true. like when you talk about the crowd not being there, that's like I definitely like can see that but at the same time i'm like why is no one backstage reacting that way and the reason why is because they all know the story is going to keep going so i'm like all right well at this point like you you there's like so there's there's a point to where like you do shocking things so many times that it's not shocking anymore you know like i'm a yay stand to the death as far as the music whatever but like i don't even be paying attention what this nigga be doing in real life no more because i just know that he's just doing it just to do it you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying like I've, you know, it's too much at this point. That's where I feel like this storyline is. And my hope is that like, they wrap it up in a cool way to make me forget about this part because I've liked everything like up until kind of like the last couple of weeks or whatever. Right. It's just, I liked how they're going weird with it, but, but yeah. I think to your point, I think part of what it reminds me of is like, and they still do backstage vignettes, but I think one thing that we've kind of seen as, you know, like it's been the roster's getting fuller. A lot characters are much more siloed off. Like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times you would see a lot of the backstage stuff. It wasn't even its own storyline. It would just be, like, two people running into each other. And mm-hmm. part of that, what I think of with The Fiend is that, like, with The Undertaker, there was obviously his, like, big storylines, but there was always kind of this, like, low-level anxiety between anyone passing The Undertaker. Like, they would show him backstage mm-hmm. and just people would just be kind of afraid of him or, like, steer clear of him or he would just ask. Like, they would show him, like, going to the general manager's office and, like, you would see other people skirt out the way. And I think with The Fiend, while, yes, he's scary in his matches and who he's feuding with, no one else ever sees him. And so you don't ever get the feeling that, like, the backstage people are afraid of him. Like, for example, like, Lily Garcia was afraid of The Undertaker. I don't know if yeah. Byron Saxton and, like, the announcers and the interviews are afraid of Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend. And I think that's the thing is that, like, whoever's directly in front of Bray is afraid of him, but, like, they need to build, a, like, the universe where it's, like, everyone in the arena steers clear of Alexa Bliss because, like, she's associated with Bray Wyatt. And I think yeah. that's, like, how you're saying that community aspect of the fear is missing. 100% that, yep. I love that, yeah. Yeah, that would definitely improve it. Um, and then in terms of some storylines that aren't so bad, 
um, Apollo Crews, you know, the uh, King, my king ancestors, Naija, 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 he, 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 he brought the accent out. Uh, Big E was defending against, it was against Sami Zayn this, this past, past week, right? Yeah, Big E defended mm-hmm. against Sami mm-hmm. Zayn, defeated him. Apollo pulled up on him, beat him up again, uh, and they'll be set to face at Fastlane. They talked about it a bit on, on the A Show, J5 and Meal, shout out to them. Um, but what would you guys do with this Big E and Apollo thing? Because it's, it's really good, and it's something that you would want to go until Mania, like, I think they have an intriguing match between the both of them. They don't need that multi-man ladder or mm-hmm. six-pack mm-hmm. challenge type thing. So would you have Apollo win fast lane and then Biggie get it back at Mania? Would you have Biggie beat him twice? Like, or would you get let Apollo get the win at Mania? So I'm gonna make mine quick because I'm gonna get mine out the way. I just I just wanna say I feel like one of the one of the disappointing things about when we were younger having characters who are like of another culture and that be a part of their character or whatever was that the way it was done like was always like you know some like kind of like you know either stereotype or just like oh my gosh it just really was distasteful the way Apollo Cruz's uh promo for why he made his thing was like that's that's promo school shit right there he explained mm-hmm. exactly why or whatever he was like I've been in here. You guys have been seeing me. I've been smiling and doing all this stuff, flipping around for you. It's been fine. I feel like you're not giving me respect. This dude told me to go to the back. I feel like I'm really not getting respected. Also, on top of that, there's that second layer for people who really know, like they both at the African descent or whatever. So like this one probably feels like, you know, maybe there's like that that level of like back home, even the people back home not looking at you like they're supposed to or whatever, because he's putting on, but you not or whatever. So like, there's that layer. And then he was like, no, so I had to go back to my roots with it. It makes sense. Like this Vince for future reference, this is how you do it without being racist. That was perfect. Um, to For them, I think that's the like the route they should take because Apollo brought up their African ancestry. I think it would be like good to like make, for them to like make things personal for each other, for them to like, to like actually do like kind of like work shoot a little bit and like dig in to say like no 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 like you know where you're from it's supposed to be this and you're not doing your job in this way and blah 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 and like actually talk about really who they are on that deeper level i think that back and forth that's gonna like make it really personal and make it look like hey these are just two guys who really have a fucking problem with each other or whatever and they're just gonna go at it because that mm-hmm. reminds me of like kind of like the rock and stone cold thing there was never like a thing that was like particular about why they didn't like each other it was just two niggas that didn't like each other that was just it like they can i feel like they can have that same thing and and yes i would have I would have Apollo take it at WrestleMania within this in this uh, heel role. That would be fire. I think that would be fire. It would help for everyone. Yeah, I agree. With that. I think this happened. This was on the A Show a couple of weeks ago. Uh, J Five was talking about like title reigns and how like mostly what we have now are these like super long title reigns. Like, and I remember when we were growing up. At least it felt like I don't know if this is like empirically true. Like titles would switch back and forth a lot. Like not a lot, but like much more often. Like you would have yeah. a few that if it went, you know, maybe three pay per views. One of those pay per views it would switch and it might switch back. But like there was a lot more of that. Whereas now you'll see like rematches, but rarely is it like a back and forth thing. And I think that would help this feud. Um, because besides honestly, like the new day, the new day do that a lot. That's why they have so many tag title rings. No one else on the roster is doing that. So I think if you could have the legitimacy of both of them being able to win it. Uh, in terms of Apollo and Biggie, I think it builds up both of them because myself personally, while I love, you know, Biggie and like him as a character, I do think that like he needs something a bit more like to prove himself. Like I think mm-hmm. 
eventually right. if you want him to be on Roman's level, like you really need to show that he can like have adversity and go through it. Yes. Because like at a certain point, if you if you're watching the New Day in a tag match, like the money's on them, and it doesn't feel like they're gonna lose it off. And so you need Big E to like show that like he can get through hard things. And like that should you should build Apollo Cruz as one of those before when you take him to like a Roman or if you put him on Raw, or whatever. Yo, and it's it's funny you mentioned that Apollo being a good step before Roman, because I remember the conversation when Apollo was in the room with Roman talking to Roman, and now they're both like their characters are kind of similar in that they're these kind of Roman's not d- delusional. I don't think Apollo's delusional either, but they're just these like tyrannical, you know, culture based very like proud prideful type type dude so I, I think that would be like a perfect arc for for biggie you know overcoming this nigerian king and then going on to face you know the, the head of the table the island of relevancy so yeah that's a really good point um i i, I feel like biggie is gonna end up getting the mania moment so apollo wins fast lane then biggie at mania but i i wouldn't be mad if, if it happened in in reverse like whether it's Apollo outsmarting him and like winning in a cheap way at Mania or even winning it clean. I think that they have something here that could last for a couple pay-per-views and like we wouldn't hate it unless it got redundant. So yeah, would love to see that. Speaking of Mania, uh, the Mania card filled up real quick this past week. Um, And one of our questions last episode about what AJ Styles would be doing was answered. And I, I, I can't believe we didn't think of this because I feel like we do talk about grand slams and people's accomplishments often. And, and, and I guess we just never thought of AJ Styles being in the tag team title picture, but we saw the, the New Day defeat the Hurt Business for the Raw tag team titles. They're now 11 time tag team champions and immediately AJ Styles and almost come out and Seeing that, I was so hyped for it. Uh, it's, it's like we, like uh, Cece said last episode, AJ and Omos just have this really good chemistry. They're both hilarious. The New Day, you know what the New Day is going to do. So even that first interaction they had where like Xavier and Kofi are like yelling at him and they're tossing the mics back and forth. And they're like, are you even a registered tag team? Like it's, it, it, it's gold already. And it's only going to get better because you know AJ is really going to get into his, his super cocky bag. So how y'all feeling about this and like who do you see coming out on top man i don't care i just want to see it bro this is hilarious this is so great this is the kind of match that you put together in in the the 2k game like Mm -hmm. because you wouldn't see it any other way um for me um uh, i don't know man i want to see it's weird Cause okay, so like I think about almost and like an AJ or whatever. I see ego on both of them, and I think putting the tag titles on them would be a great way to like see their relationship develop. And there's a possibility that those two can develop the kind of relationship where once they go back to singles, it's one of those things where like it's always in the background, you know, like how with like Edge and Randy Orton, it's just like you know you always have that thing where like you know they used to be together, like they could have a thing like that or whatever. So honestly, and the New Day has like had the titles so many times, and I feel like part of the reason why the Hurt Business got the tag titles off of them is because the Hurt Business is about to move into the next phase of whatever they're doing, which Mm -hmm. probably doesn't involve the rest of them having titles except for just Bobby. And that's probably a reason that's going to play in that storyline. So for me, I think the New Day can like sell anything. It doesn't matter what match or like few that they have going on. So let's get, let's go ahead and take the uh, the titles off of them. Doesn't really matter. And then we give 
almost the opportunity to like really develop like personality and also develop the relationship with AJ Styles, founding like a format foundation for like any later static they might have in case they might do a match. Because that's the thing we've seen AJ in matches with guys bigger than him, and those are great matches. So mm -hmm. imagine these two like they've been with each other. This man, this should probably be fire, bro. I want to see them get the the uh, the chips. I want to see how this yeah. play out. So I'm of I'm of two minds. So the first part of me. It kind of like I was just saying, the New Day drop and gain tag titles like it's a nickel. Like, it's nothing to them to lose the tag titles. They didn't get it back in New Days. So, like, part of me just kind of wants to see AJ and the AJ and almost win because it'll be cool him being Grand Slam and also, like, for just to see what their match would be like. Also, because I think it's not that we didn't think of AJ as a Grand Slam champion. I think it's that none of us thought of almost as a wrestler. And so I was like, oh, AJ doesn't have a tag partner. Why would he be in the tag? Like, it doesn't even, like, it would be like, if Zelina Vega was Andrade's tag partner, it's like, oh, I didn't even think that was going to be a thing. Um, and so I think that's part of it. And so part of me is like, I want to see them win, but part of me also has this fear that, and this is like maybe conspiracy theory, but like Vince saw Paul Wright to show up on AEW. And now he needs a big guy who can just tag with anyone. Because that's one thing about Big Show. Big Show is a whore <laughs> for a tag team partner. Yeah. He will tag with anyone. Like, he will be anyone's tag team partner. Oh my he's not a whore of a tag team partner. He will just week. sign up and get be someone's tag partner. He'll face, doesn't matter. And he's so probably I probably tagged with everyone on, that everyone. he was with on the roster. Bruh. Like, so 20-something yes, career. There's no one he hasn't tagged. There's no one. There's simply and so part of me fears that then almost takes that role of like, yes, he wins these times with AJ, but eventually they break up and then almost tags with Apollo and then almost tags with me. And I just like part of me just has those like fears. And so part of me is like, I kind of want him to just turn on AJ at WrestleMania. And then that is his like start to his career. And then like he just becomes this, you know, whatever Vince wanted Lars Sullivan to be, or whatever he <laughs> you know, once, you know, the, the black great colleague and whatever that is, I would prefer just to get to that now than to have to go through like some of these baby steps of being tag partners. Although I, like I said, I do love their chemistry. I just like fear that he will then be pigeonholed into that role and mm, that like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a really good point. Um, I, I think, I think AJ is going to take it just because going into a WrestleMania, I can't ever remember a time where the storyline was, this person is doing this to become a Grand Slam champion. Like when, when, when Seth won the Universal title, they mentioned it, oh, he, he's a Grand Slam champion now. But like, that wasn't the motivation going into it. Seth won the Royal Rumble, he was facing Brock. That was the story. So I feel like just because they're like making that the thing for this, I think AJ is gonna go over. Um, th this is great for almost, cause he, he's in the ring with three incredible workers. So like he, he's gonna be yeah. a made man. He's gonna be able to learn a lot. Like they're gonna be able to control things and make him look good. Um, and you know, I'm, uh, when, when CC was talking about the whole, like, you know, AJ being prideful and cocky and being phenomenal, like this, this is almost him. Like, like he, I, whether he ends up going over clean or not, like having huge ass almost as his partner to help him get the tag team title. Like it's, it's, it's almost like him cheating or like taking a cheap route to it, which just furthers yeah. his, his, uh, his, his heel status because almost has already watched Xavier Woods. He'll probably put uh, Kofi through a table at some point um, before mania comes. So um, yeah, like I, I, I think it is a good look for him. I think this will help him with his in ring. Um, I, I also do hope that they end up breaking up at some point and like almost can actually shine on his own. Cause 
you, you know, Vince loves those, those big guys. And, and you always need some big guy to, to make some feud look like, you know, <laughs> there's a baby face that's about to lose. And then, then they overcome like Kane worked a lot of Kane worked yeah. a lot of no, no mercies. He got a Kane. lot of no mercy title shots. Kane got cast him checks at payback. Yeah, boy. Man. He Kane, was in the matches. Mark Henry, big <laughs> show, like a lot of these like, big men. I gotta take you that gotta have, gotta have the pipeline of improvement, big men. It's good work. Steady, it is good so. work. If I should have, I should have seen him. I should have seen it. All of this coming when he first teamed up with X Pac. I should have first. I should have seen all of this coming when that, that first happened. <laughs> even back then, as a kid, I'm like, hold on, a goddamn a second. Wait, Yo, <laughs> what? <laughs> so where are your morals yeah. at, Big Show? <laughs> oh, truly a hoe. Um, <laughs> But uh, CC put a question here that I read and I was like, ooh, and I'm reading it again and I'm still ooing at it. So I would love for us to uh, forecast who we think are the potential Money in the Bank winners after WrestleMania. Man, um, I I can't, honestly, for the men's, um, I'm thinking... I'm thinking maybe Cesaro, um, but then then again, I'm not entirely sure, but it's possible. Um, it would be great if somehow Apollo got it. I feel like that would be super nuts, but, you know, um, I, for the men's, I, I really don't have, like, a really good guess. I'm going to say maybe Cesaro just because of how much, like, they've been slurping him lately. But, like, for the women's, I feel like it's going to be Rhea, bro. Mm. I think she's going to get it off rip. Mm. <laughs> I'm not lying. I don't know what it is. But like, I feel like once they see her in that ring for the first time, like, cause they they already got a they got a really good promo for her. Like, they ain't slack at all with that shit. Um, and then second of all, like, they already was high on her, like in NXT, like she was just running it up the charts, like always. So I feel like they're gonna do the same thing. You see how they treated Bianca? Like, if they treating Bianca like this, bro, come on. This this one don't got melanin. They might they might run it up immediately. So yeah, I think Rhea takes it. So. My like regular brain, like kind of like first and foremost idea is probably AJ. Like I'm like, oh AJ, he'll have if they don't get the tag titles, AJ will do that. Mm-hmm. My like like higher elevated brain is like I think it would be dope if Retribution got it. Like if Ali got it somehow, I think that would be a fire. Like he could like kind of hold the company hostage. Um, then there's like you know like hype dreams, like you know Ricochet returning Aleister Black, Keith Lee. You guys, like, I don't know what their status is right now, so I don't know if they get it, but, like, the galaxy brain idea, the idea that, like, the people need. Need this. You need, Mo- you need Montez Ford to get that briefcase. Oh, boy. You need Montez Ford to call that, that briefcase and challenge it's time. With the crowds back, you Look, need man. that. You need, you, need, you need him to have that threat of the smoke anytime Roman's walking around. Him just, like, him and Angela. Because he got Angela with him, so him and Angela can deal with Oot J and Jimmy. Yeah. And then you always have that kind of hanging in the background. You have Roman do his feud, but you have Montez always like, hey, like, I might call on the smoke anytime you need it. And then SummerSlam rolls around. Roman Reigns has just an epic match with John Cena. And then you just... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's, it's, you, give, you give Montez Ford's first universal title, we start the next 20 years of the company. And we yeah. just start printing money. Like the new cash I... money, baby. I love it. And, you know, I think the, the excitement for me is like 75% of the time, the people who have who have money in the bank are either already heels or they turn heels. And I would love a Street Profits heel turn. 
They would be incredible heels. Like, like think of all the things they do, the jokes they make, the dancing as faces, and then just turn it heel, turn them into some arrogant, you know, like we prophecy don't came true. We just like street prophets and the prophecy came true. Need it in my veins, right? It, it now. would be <laughs> it, it, it would be amazing. It would absolutely be amazing. So that's that's that's, that's a fire prediction. Um <sighs> wait, did, did you say a woman chan? No, I even got that. I think for the women, I I think it will be Rhea Ripley because I think that like that's who they're just hyping up to be the most right now. It would be more interesting if they gave it to someone, even if it was like, uh, you know, a returning Becky Lynch or you you finally want to pull the trigger on Liv Morgan or Ruby Riot. Like that would be more interesting because they are kind of recycling the same amount of people. Like, or I mean, or the person we're gonna talk about later, Naomi. I mean, that would be. That would be optimal oh, yeah. too, but I, I would mm-hmm. give it to someone who like has never what who needs it because I think what we've seen before is that like they they tried it with Otis, you can't go too silly with it. Like please don't let Lana win it. Like please God, <laughs> please don't do that. But you but it is a good look for someone like when Bailey had it and she cashed it in like at extreme like the, the look of someone like who uh, can like overcome the mountain. And Nikki Cross, I, yeah, like okay, like Nikki holy Cross, shit, yeah. it might be Nikki Cross. True. Or it could be somebody from NXT. They keep cycling so, them too. Okay, so that was the other one, bro. What if like EO get that shit? Mm. That would be crazy. Mm. That would be fire. I love. I would Tony love Storm. her to be a looming yeah. threat with oh. the fucking money in the bank on both brands. Oh my god, that would be fire. Tony Storm, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, or yeah. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Storm. I I just need her doing everything. But anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think my predictions uh, for the women, and I don't know if I like this, but judging how I think WrestleMania is going to play out, it makes sense. So I I have Bianca beating Sasha at Mania for the SmackDown Women's title. And then I have Sasha being the Money in the Bank winner for the women, um, bringing her cocky boss type attitude to it, you know, like, because that, that, that would... Like her as champion doing this, it just hasn't been believable. But her as the money in the bank briefcase holder, I think her boss character would be a bit more believable because she's still towing that line between like face and heel and doing heel type stuff. But she's super popular. So I, I just as champion, like, she, so, uh, so, so I, I think they said this on the on, on the A show or on some podcast, but Sasha's more interesting when she's chasing the title than when she actually has the title. Absolutely. Yeah. It's exactly. not even close. Yeah. Not even close. It's like Dean Ambrose. Like they just want yeah. you to use it. It just doesn't hit the same. Or like a, even like a Jeff Hardy, like it doesn't hit the same once you've gotten there. Like yeah. it, the, the best part's the, the climb. Yeah. So I, I think with Bianca having the title with Sasha being a thorn in her side and then, you know, just the SmackDown women's roster, hopefully improving through through, through the shakeup. Um, I think Sasha would be a, a good and safe choice. Um, of course, I would love a returning Becky. Um, but that's really it. Like there's like there's there's too many like lower mid card women that just wouldn't be believable having yeah. it like. Oh, my God. There's oh, the, the, no, the, no, there's no one no. who's really like broken yes, through in the last year. Besides, like, stop it. Yeah, no, no one knew. I mean, like, maybe Shayna Baszler, but I, so I was, uh, I was actually hoping for that. I would, I, that would be dope. That would be dope. I feel like she should get it. And then, like, you see how she's getting annoyed with with Nia now. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a build up for that for them to like Ooh. split off. 
you but, know, uh, Channing, whatever wait, the fuck you were just thinking, wait, about, do not say it. I think I, I know what you're thinking about. Is is it Billy Kay or Peyton Royce? That's the one. <laughs> you give it to Billy Kay for sure. <laughs> that would be so. I wouldn't funny. hate that. I would hate it that's if it was Peyton. Her resume. That would be so funny. No, but yes, that would be cool. That, that, yeah. that that's something we would like. If it was Peyton, we wouldn't like that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I think yeah. I think Billy Kay because they're funny. I like that. Just to me, would be the the funniest because if you're not because like you said, there's not a lot of women. Part of the money in the bank thing is also like just having the fucking briefcase walking around. You have to swag it out. Not everyone can swag it out. Like like certain people, like it doesn't make sense for like I don't know, like Lacey Evans to walk around the briefcase. It's like, well, what does she have that for? Like, put it down. Mm-hmm. But like Billy is comedic enough where she could like use it as like a, a prop. And she could actually make it funny. Whereas, like, I think they almost kind of wanted Otis to do that. But, like, Otis himself is too silly. Whereas, like, Billy is funny. Whereas, like, Otis is, like, physically funny to look at. Yeah, and I think Yo, Billy Channing, could care for sure. Shannon, you just activated my Dasso Raven uh, gene, bro. I, I'm seeing it now, fam. All right, so boom. Billy K win the money in the bank, right? Then she goes on, like, you know, and almost every week or whatever, is, like, she's trying to come up to another person to, like, plot with them to say like, hey, if you could do X, Y, and Z yeah. or whatever for me or whatever, and then I can win the championship, I'll really take care of you or whatever. And what we're really like, what they're doing with that is showing how she's so goofy that she'll like just plot it out in the open and not be smart enough to like, you know, hide it like most of the rest yeah. of whatever. But plot twist, nigga, one of these pay per views come up, she actually cashed it in, and like her whole character changed. It turned like she turned into like the whole like ma- like I was masterminding this whole like being goofy act. It was just to get to this. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, that would I would. Would, that would be fire that would be that would be like such a man that would be wild I, that wouldn't happen but that'd be stupid <laughs> get, her, get her some muscle get get her a raquel gonzalez or get her a tamina get her turn that a, up turn that yeah, up just get her get her get her a valet and she's it's, you're good because she's a good enough promo where she can talk her way at anything like you could even have her like it'd be funny if she like it's a, not even going to the rest like she went to like mvp or like paul Heyman. it was like so how do you do it How'd you, how'd you get that to happen? I, mean, I need some advice. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that would be a funny vignette. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, Never seen and that. And then for the men, I don't know. This one was kind of tough. I would love to see Shinsuke get it. I I, I think I think at, at this point, you know, I, I'm interested to see what happens between him and Seth. It seems like Seth and Cesaro is is, is the plan for Mania. Um, but if, if Shinsuke and Seth run it after Mania and then, you know, either Shinsuke turns or he stays face or is one of those faces that turns heel with the briefcase. I think him getting the world title at this point, you know, with the briefcase, assuming, because I I do think Edge is going to end up winning at Mania. He's going to beat Roman and Brian. So if it's Shinsuke cashing in on Edge or like Edge losing it to Brian, the the pay-per-view after Mania, and then Shinsuke cashing in on Brian, like something like that, where it's more more believable than Roman getting cashed in on at this point. Um, so I I, I, th- I think I'm gonna go with Shinsuke. They really got Brian about to take this bump at Mania. That shit funny. <laughs> they really got, yeah. they said, Roman said, "Well, I'm not I'm not taking the pin, so yeah. you always know, figure something out." Call call somebody because it ain't gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you say Edge can win. I don't care. I ain't taking no. <laughs> I, I ain't getting pinned for a year. <laughs> <I'm getting pinned. laughs> he said, for "Believe a that." Year. <laughs> I I Not a prediction. It's a spoiler. <laughs> 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 
Um, but let's jump into our main event, the rewrite. CC will be leading us to the promised land. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We came here today to talk to you about uh, one of obvious, I mean, one of the best performers uh, in the WWE and in history. How do I know this? Uh, because I'm talking about Naomi. And if anybody knows Naomi, you know that she was one of the best performers out here before she even got to the WWE. That's right. She's from where I'm sitting right now in the good old town, of Orlando, Florida. But um, yeah, she was from right down here, man. Before she even got to the WWE, she was cheerleading and dancing with Orlando Magic. And that was during the years where it was actually lit or whatever. Came on WWE. You know, they had her on the developmental. Actually, you know, did some stuff that I didn't, I didn't think they would actually do at the time. And they actually made her the inaugural FCW, you know, women's champion. They didn't call it women's champion. They call it divas because it was 2010 and they still wasn't woke yet. But we're not going to hold them to that. You know, a lot of us making mistakes back then, myself included. Blame the alcohol. That was not me. I'm another person. Moving on. They really um, gave them a <laughs> butterfly belt. Like, looking back on it, like, that was really fucking sexist. It was like, how can we <laughs> further symbolize that we don't respect them and don't think they have actual power? Um, How about... <laughs> this bedazzled butterfly bedazzled. championship. This Claire's ass belt. <laughs> I'm like, yo, in some cases, these niggas are hitting each other with chairs. You gonna give her a butterfly belt, bro? Like, yeah, they fight over a beret. Like... <laughs> Oh my, oh my god, that's god. so silly, dog. But yeah, speaking of silly things, um, so the rest of <laughs> what's going on here. So um she actually uh ends up she ends up on uh NXT that that third season where it was off uh female with um Kelly Kelly as her uh, coach, and she actually did really well, but she made it to second. Uh no surprise to anybody black listening to the show. Um, she actually lost to Caitlin. Yep, that pause was so you could remember who Caitlyn was. Because, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> moving on. She she got in uh, onto the Raw roster around 2012. Actually came out with Maga Clay, uh, now known as. I will not talk, call that man by his former name. He is Maga Clay. Uh, he made that choice uh, with the Funk Didactyls. She came out <laughs> pulling from her dance background and whatnot or whatever. And then from there, she kind of, like, got that, that, you know, she had that thing happen to her that, I mean, honestly, like, you know, look at your man, Mandy Roses and, and Dana Brooks. You know, you can basically guess what's happening right here. You know, they have her win some, they have her lose some. But, you know, eventually she actually gets into kind of like a pretty good feud um, involving her husband. What, like, in order for Naomi to have a good feud, she had to add a man there. Guys getting really sexist here, you know, plowing forward. Uh, the Miz actually helped her out in that in that feud because that kind of like led to the Nikki Bella stuff or some mixed tags matches. But, you know, it was kind of just, eh. It's kind of in for right there or whatever. But finally, she was drafted to uh, SmackDown. And I'm skipping over Team Bad because that was racist. You put three black girls in a group and called them Team Bad. That should never happen. Um, anyway, 2016 comes. She gets de uh, she debuts on SmackDown. She gets drafted. You know, she has some matches there, but nothing really notable. And then the start of 2017, you know, Naomi actually came back and she was she came back for Alexa Bliss and she was like, look, bro, I might have to get that up off you. Little do you know, Elimination Chamber comes around and Naomi wins. She becomes the first African-American SmackDown Women's Champion. It's the first time in her career she collects that, that check and she collects that chip and we all amazingly happy for it. But unfortunately, she had to dump the title because of an actual injury that she had, not a, not a fake one. She eventually comes back. 
Um, and she actually gets the, the championship back uh, from, <laughs> oh man, I, oh man, she, she actually had a, a championship match with, with Lana. But uh, we're Two, multiple. She had like three championship three, matches. Lana. Three. One was yeah. like seven yeah, seconds. She, yeah. Yeah. I don't I really much like oh, when I gosh. tell you but um Lana, yeah. I looked on her Wikipedia. When I tell you this woman falls into title opportunities, like this <laughs> for someone who can't wrestle, like if you look at her Wikipedia, she has been in so many title matches. It's Bruh. insane. Like <laughs> just just slips right into them. Just so slip into a few for a title. For what? And for what? Who wins? No one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like Naomi, you know, she gets her second run at the chip, gets it back after the in- injury. And then, you know, not some, but like what it was like 140 days later, she actually gives yeah. it up to Natalia at SummerSlam. And then from there, it's just been, you know, let's not really talk about it. Like one of her storylines was that, you know, her uh, man with melanin was with a white woman. And it's just like, you know, we were already going through a lot of trauma at that time in the country, didn't know why we needed that, but sure, let's do that. And now we're here. So now we're, we're here to talk about Naomi, one of the illest, uh, in here with a lot of highlights from things like Royal Rumbles, where she's found creative ways to stay in the ring, um, a lot of creative moves. It seems like every time, um, and I just want to say this really quick, it seems like every time, like Naomi has had uh, injuries, unfortunately, in her career, and they've kind of like plagued her. But it seems like every time she comes back, she has like a new set of moves and all these other new things that she's set up, and they're incredibly entertaining. And I just I'm confused as to why she's not rewarded for that when I have to see some other women punch you really lightly in the chin and that's their finisher and you got to lay it out. But I mean, you know, but, you know, hey, you know, different different strokes, different folks. But we all came here to talk about Naomi and how we would hopefully all of us extend that championship run and not only extend it, but how would we book that there? So I am going to start because mine is probably the most basic for this one. Really, I didn't even want to go like too out of the realm of like, you know, the normal or whatever, go crazy for entertainment purposes. I really just wanted to see something that was incredibly plausible, right? So let's say, you know, she gets the title back the second time, right? You know, she still gets the match at SummerSlam with Natalia, but instead of her losing or whatever, uh, Tamina actually comes out and helps her or whatever. And they kind of reform Team Bad. And then from there, like what happens is they kind of like, they let every like every woman who at that time like could have got a shot at the title like kind of come at Naomi, but they kind of like Naomi and, and Tamita kind of have this like uh, Shawn Michaels and um and um oh gosh what is it? Uh, Rick Rude kind of run whatever like he's she's the champ that's the muscle y'all not messing with this or whatever and she just holds on to it for a while until she loses that I'm thinking either like a Royal Rumble maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking like she keeps it after WrestleMania and then holds on to it until Royal Rumble and then maybe she drops it to like Charlotte Flair or something. But all the while, like she has like Tamina as the muscle there. So like she can actually get with the respect because my thing is like what I've never seen in her career. Everyone said like, yeah, she can do this. She can do that. She can do that, blah, blah, blah. But she never gets that like respect. Like, no, no, no. Like treat me like I'm the champ. Like I'm a threat. Like blah, blah, blah. So like that's how I want to see her, her, uh, her story rewritten. How would you guys have done it? Go ahead, Chan. It's very simple for me, kind of like you were saying. I think what you do is that you put on a collision course with Asuka. Uh, I think that is, I think we talked about last week. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to, you know, pick at that scab. But we know they did Asuka wrong. We can all agree on that. I think 
the way you legitimize Naomi is giving her a legitimate opponent. I think part of the reason why she's so nerfed is because they never have her face anyone legitimate and win. All of her like legitimate opponents, she always loses. And so I think if you're going to have Oscar lose, you have her lose to Naomi. And you just kind of let that ride out. Because like I said, an entire championship reign does nothing for you. Like I was really thinking about it. And I think why I also mean besides her being a black woman, why I have a soft spot for Naomi is because she reminds me so much of Dolph Ziggler. They're like mm. these people who can really work and like for whatever reason, no one likes them. And yeah. I, I know you got, I know I'm not the cool kids don't like Dolphin, but I love Dolphin. Yeah, he, he, he can work. He'll take he can work. Bump. He made Goldberg like a million bucks in that Nick, okay. match. Thank when you. I say them spears were spearing, like they were, were here spearing like it was 03. So like Dolphin can give you a good match, but like, and I think part of the thing also, the appeal of that type of wrestler is. There you have your guys like, like my favorite wrestler is The Rock. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not some like mid card heartthrob, but like, yeah, come on. There is something about that guy where it's like, oh, I didn't think he was gonna win that, and he won it. Like, good for you. That's what's up. Good for you, bro. Good for you, dog. Like, okay, I see you, right? Because you never think they're gonna win, and they do. It's like, okay, like, all right, like that's what's up. It makes you feel good, and that's what and that's what Naomi title reigns. You feel good. For Naomi, like she earned that because you know, like they wrestlers like her, they sell, they'll do it'll be in any kind of six pack challenge, any kind of yo know, eight woman tag match to start a few that really doesn't need an eight woman tag. Sam, she so, was like, in a, a multi woman <laughs> tag match where it was just basically the cast of divas against the women who weren't on the cast of divas. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> and I think what you do with someone like that is you do what you've done with someone like Becky, is that once Becky got serious. And she really was like the like you kind of dropped the steampunk Irish thing, and she just became the man. She became so much more legitimate. And I'm not saying you have to change Naomi's character, but you have to give her legitimate things too. You have to make her a serious wrestler, like the dancing, the lights. That's cool. That's a great part of her gimmick. But in ring, like you need to really emphasize like how she can wrestle. And I think a wrestler that does that is Oscar. And their title reigns, you know, intertwined. Like Oscar became up April 2017. You know, she's titled, she has a championship in 2017. Obviously, like I said, you don't have her lose to Natalia, so they can kind of collide at WrestleMania. But I think that's really the storyline. You build it up as like, Asuka has never lost. I'm Asuka. I'm the baddest bitch on the planet. I'm the Empress of Tomorrow. Like, Asuka lock time. You know what time it is. And you have Naomi kind of almost as the underdog as champion, where it's like, I've done all this. Kind of like you did with Kofi Kingston. I've done all this stuff. I've like tried to prove to you over and over again I should be champion. And y'all don't respect me. And y'all giving all this love to Naomi. I mean, to Asuka. Now, maybe like you did, Kofi, you do have her lose to, you know, the female Brock Lesnar Charlotte eventually, because, you know, that's what. I mean, you know, yeah, what, I picked the same one. Yeah. What, what did Thanos say? Charlotte. What like, did Thanos say? He said, dread it, run, yeah, run from, from it. it. <laughs> Destiny arrives all the same. All the same. Charlotte <laughs> arrives all the same. Like, Charlotte's yeah. coming. Like, so that's what's going to happen. But I think you do, you build up, you do so, Naomi, so many favors by giving her like that legitimate mania moment against a legitimate opponent people were hot on being like no i am here i'm established i will always be a world champion because that, that just means like when you say former wwe champion kofi kingston it just gives him a little bit more oomph yes. like it gives you something yeah. and so i think that type of rub i think would really help him it makes everything that he does in the ring mean something yeah every time they say it mm -hmm. what about you yeah. armand 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think she needed some better opponents, like three Lana matches and then losing it to Natalia at SummerSlam in Brooklyn when you're a black woman is just absolutely insane to me. If this, was a, black. <laughs> if this was a SummerSlam in Toronto, it'd be like, all right, word, like Natty's hometown. Cool. Yeah, yeah, you give her hometown glory. It's and, and I know Naomi's not from Brooklyn, but black, but. Black people are in here. The, 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 the Brooklyn crowd is going to identify more with Naomi than they would with Natty. This is the Jay Z in the building every three days out of the week, Brooklyn. That, yeah, like you know what I'm saying. At that time, yeah. right? So, uh, I I think it would have been cool to see her get some better opponents. You got to remember at this time, um, Bailey, Charlotte, and Sasha were all on Raw. So like Natty only had Alexa Bliss, who, who she beat for the title, Becky Lynch, who wasn't the Becky Lynch she is now. Um, Dana Carmella. was on. No, no, Carmella, Dana Brooke yeah. wasn't on SmackDown. Carmella was there. She, she, she was holding the money in the bank. But like SmackDown didn't really have all that much. Like it, it definitely wasn't a strong roster. And as we know, going into 2018, it gets even worse. But um, but I, I, th- I think it would have been cool for Naomi to beat Natty and then hold the title till Survivor Series to give her that match against Bliss again with the SmackDown Women's Champion versus Raw Women's Champion. It's kind of like, yo, I beat you for the titles. You completely left the show. You had to go win it on Raw. Um, but, but but now you got to come see me again. So like, what's up? Um, it, I think the, the Naomi Oscar match would have been cool. Um, Naomi and Charlotte would have been cool as well. I don't. I don't necessarily know when it, it would have been time for her to lose. Like it, it would, would have been amazing for her to carry it all the way until the next Mania. That's not realistic, but it would have been if you know if they want to do like a triple threat, maybe uh, with Naomi, Charlotte, and Oscar. But like at some point, like you said, she is gonna have to see Charlotte, <laughs> and <laughs> and so you know, that bill it, comes due. Yeah, so like it, it worked out that Natty got a title off her, and then Natty was the one that lost to Charlotte because Charlotte had turned face when she came back to SmackDown. So having Naomi a face lose to another face, it would have just been one of those like we're choosing the, the the you know the person that we like more and we're kind of just going to dismiss the person that we like less so Naomi kind of would have suffered from that and how, how does she recover from a Charlotte loss because again the Smackdown roster wasn't that strong she wouldn't have necessarily had any other opponents that you know could have that were legitimate that that kind of would have given her you know that the, the Kofi run for example where Kofi faced KO Dolph Ziggler Samoa Joe, Randy Orton, like Kofi had some really good opponents during his title reign. He, even if people don't feel like it was the strongest, like he, he always had to overcome something. KO turning on New Day. Dolph Ziggler just running in, beating him up from behind. It should have been me. Samoa Joe just being bigger with the coquina clutch. Randy Orton getting personal with his family, like with, with Naomi because she's such a good performer and she's like the glow. She's so charismatic. You would have had to give her opponents that kind of got at her in the same way Samoa Joe got at AJ Styles or Randy Orton got got at Kofi. So like, you know, let's say Mandy Rose was there at the time when Naomi was champion. If Mandy Rose was doing the whole, ooh, I'm trying to get at Jimmy J, you know, whichever Uso she's with, like we could have seen Naomi kind of gain more of an edge as a champion and and have to be more ruthless and and aggressive. I think that would have made her reign more legitimate as well. Cause it's kind of like what we talked about with Asuka. We, We remember the moment, the moment was great. The journey was great. But the rain after just was not great at all. And, you know, with Asuka, it's been 
It's been timing. It's been, you know, they're going to put Charlotte over, over you. Rhonda's here. It's Becky's time with Naomi. It's timing, but it's also been a lack of faith on, on creative to put her in these certain positions. Like she pinned Asuka a couple weeks ago and they really didn't make a big yeah. deal out of it. <laughs> like she like, was beating Nia Jax's ass, bro. Yeah. That like, don't happen. Like it was, and it didn't look like there's, all right, I'm gonna be completely honest, bro. Like sometimes I, I don't like watching Nia Jax matches with um, the girls who are a lot smaller with her than her or whatever, because yeah, Nia has to do a, such a fucking good job of like selling what they're actually doing to her. Naomi looked like she was actually just beating her ass. Like that didn't mm-hmm. look like it would. And that's the thing that I don't get. And like, Naomi, I hope you're hearing this shit. All three of us are saying the same thing. We had three different bookings and saying the same thing. They need to give you your damn respect or whatever. You need to go out and go get that or whatever. You need to, you need the same thing. You need to come by the house, pick that up, have somebody go look at it or something like that. <laughs> Tell me what you need to do, bro. We right down the street from the boys. We try, we ready. But, yeah. but yeah, no, like the whole point is like her, like if you've ever, Here's the thing. If you want to watch women's wrestling in the WWE, then you want to watch a Naomi match. Like, that's just the truth. Cause you've ever seen them. Then like, you can't really like look at her and be like, Oh man, she like really messed that up. Or like, that wasn't that entertaining. I just watched, I I just, the one uh, last week or whatever, like I'm watching it and I'm like, so was no one else seeing this? Like, should we not spend more time like seeing like how many more spots we can get out of this? Like, what if she was going one-on-one with somebody in like a ladder match or something like that? Like put some stakes to this and see how crazy this would be. Cause these moves got me going crazy and I'm just watching through a screen and there's no crowd there, but there's still energy. And that's what I'm saying. Like she has so much energy and she can carry it with the kids. It's not like she can't talk or whatever. And there's been people who can't talk who y'all put this on. So what y'all need to do is get your minds right or whatever and push Shorty on. She's been out here killing it. Have her have her go out there, really push her, give her that push, give her the money in the bank then. You know, if you're really about it. I have an idea. What's up? It's getting kind of crazy. So <laughs> let's say, let's say Naomi loses the title. No, she has so her first title reign is January 24, 2017. Oh. Do you know what happened on January 20th, 2017? No. A mixtape was released titled Gangsta Bitch Music Volume 2. I think what you do with Naomi, you go the celebrity route. You give her a heater. You give her Bacardalis. You have SummerSlam in Brooklyn. Wow. You have Cardi B. Come out with Naomi, a rapper on the vert, on the precipice of stardom, with a wrestler on the precipice of stardom. That was the Bodak Yellow summer. That's Bodak Yellow. Do you know how crazy? (laughs) How you know how many like the Stan accounts on Twitter? It would go go stupid. Stupid if so many people would have watched a wrestling match who didn't usually watch a wrestling match. If if Cardi B shows up on SmackDown. To be like, you're not gonna talk about my friend now. Like, she, that's all she has to say, and it's all over the internet. And that, and that would be gold because I remember when Naomi won the title at Mania, like that there were non-wrestling pages, just like yes. Black Women's Empowerment black pages, yes. posting it. Like, yes. yo, this is the first Black Women's Champion in in wrestling. I was like, yo, oh shit, like this shit is permeating. So like, you throw Cardi B in the mix. Yeah, with- <laughs> You struck you struck brunch gold. You have yeah. you have every brunch across America is talking about wrestling now. You've done it, Vince. 
You got yeah. you've gotten the black vote, Vince. You've done it. Like yeah. you would have that would have lit that would have made Naomi such a big star because not only do you have Cardi B, then you can kind of in turn find like, oh, she has this relationship with the Usos, and that's related to like the rock. And like you do have almost this like quasi-stardom within that and then you have the total divas angle where like she like these both reality they both been on reality tv like you have like you had such a like a obviously it's not that simple to like Cardi Cardi B but like that nugget could have really been something so special if it would have been like tapped into because you can't you can't tell me like you said like any type of like blavity the root like they would eat that up like that oh, would yeah. be that would be front page news bro she could on, do like, that any of those right now bro she could do yeah, that shit like, right now look <laughs> we need the Meg Naomi Busset challenge. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, for professional, oh, respectful for research, reasons research is why I'm <laughs> saying it. Hello? Yeah. Research purposes only. Is this thing on? <laughs> Give me what I want. Well, yeah. Just well, yeah. Shout out to Naomi. <laughs> Much love to Naomi. She's one of the illest. I hope, I hope you know that you're one of the illest. If you go and watch a Naomi match right now, you would not be disappointed. I promise you that. I, I I will say one thing. I do think that she could improve on the mic. She's yeah. better than oh. Sasha Banks. Yeah. But she's not she's not as good as Bianca. She's not as good as a mm-hmm. Becky Lynch. She's not as good as a Bailey. So that, that that's the like one Nia thing. Jax. But she just needed she, 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 she needed consistent. She needed consistent story so she could practice. Like she just that's my thing is true. like I feel the same way. Like she definitely could be better on the mic, but at the same time, I'm like, well, when the fuck would she get a chance to? Because they don't <laughs> yeah. let this nigga talk. She ain't never talked about that. We hear from her like audibly maybe once a month, once every two months. So 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 you're right. Like she just hasn't had the opportunities to really get get it together because she dazzles so much in ring and with her entrance and all that and we just you just like Naomi so like you know even if she makes a mistake in the ring it's like oh well like we like you so like it's it's all good but um yeah I would a heel turn yo yo, because there's been a lot of people there's a lot of people who think she's gonna be the first woman in the hurt business need I wouldn't hate it I would love it I wouldn't hate uh, yeah I, 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 I would love it I, I, the only I think thing, I would love it. I would Naomi in a fur bra and diamonds with the hurt business. That see that that's what they would need to do. I would. I'm afraid. I don't know who would write it. And I, I actually because MVP is involved, I know he wouldn't do this. But there's definitely a time in WWE history where it would she would just become like a music video vixen, and it would be like just like hood rat Naomi, and like that would be how they would pin like, oh she she's like tough now. And it would be like that, like chewing bubblegum all hard and shit. But if it was just like almost some bougie like. This is business. Like I came here. I'm the like I came here to work. Like I'm the head bitch in charge. Like that type of energy. I think HBIC. If she get an HBIC chain, I swear to God, I swear. Me and Yim already got that, and it's like I think that's (laughs) kind of like. Me and Yim don't need that. I was like, we don't need that anyway. But yeah, I mean that would be good if she was like. And it was almost like not she obviously not the leader of the herb but she there was like she was at an elevated status. It was like no, like her, I have the first lady. Yeah. Yeah, first lady type. That would be Mm. really great for her. Yeah. That yeah, I, 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 I think, yeah, and the, the only thing is, I'm wondering if they should get a second woman because having, like, the guys interfere, like, let's say Naomi's in a Raw women's title match and, like, and they're trying to cheat to help her win. Like, having a guy interfere, whether it's pulling the champion's leg or something like that, like, that would be a little strange. So It'd have to be win- MVP because he's only who only doesn't really wrestle like Cedric couldn't do it but like if MVP yeah. did it you can kind of he's just like protecting his client like it could be like a Paul right. Heyman type thing yeah 
Yeah, that's fair. Because I was about to be like, like well, the idea what, the second what woman? Like, what woman? It's not going to be Lana. They're not bringing Lana in after Ashley divorced her. It should be Ember Moon. Drop that fucking werewolf gimmick. Like, just drop it. It's not believable. It doesn't make any sense. It should be Ember Moon. Because I think she's coming to the main roster soon as well. And I think you just repackage her just like Ember or just Moon. Honestly, Moon's kind of hard. But like, Moon ooh, that hard. could be tough. Oh, that's it, hard. That yeah, would be Moon, cool. Moon, ooh. Yo, you're right. I was, I was about to say Nia Jax should, should join because she, because she, she legitimately be hurting people. She but hurt. Like, she would also but, hurt Cedric. She's way bigger than. Way yeah, bigger than like, like, uh, imagine we see MVP talking to Nia before like a tag title match with Shayna. Her and Shayna lose the titles, and then Nia just destroys Shayna and joins them. Like that, 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 that would be kind of cool. Compounding the storylines, no, it should be. Oh God! So Billy K goes to MVP. So they, I need some help to win this title. I got the money in the bank now. And then you randomly see Naomi help Billy K get the title. And then it's kind of like the Bobby Lashley thing. She's like, MVP sent me. And then she leaves. And then like, then now she's a heel with her business. Billy he has a title, and you've like established both in one swing. Like the whole MVP sent me. That's kind of all. MVP sent me. This is or courtesy of the hurt business. This is big brain business right here. You got it. Yes. It all it all connects. It's all it's all one universe, people. It's all one universe. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I think that's how you do it. You don't even you don't have her talk. You just see her go out and do her business business, and it's like, oh, that's that's the decision she made for I herself. I like that and better then, too because like yeah. you're interested because you didn't see her try to build it up. You're you're asking the question like, why I didn't wait? Why'd you do this? Like, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she like explains to like Jimmy like, hey, that's what I had to do. Like, I had to do. What I had to do. Like it's business. Yeah, because that's that an interesting dynamic too. Like him coming back. How does he feel about the other side of the family doing like or everything? And then he see that. Like, what if he's like the what if Jimmy comes back and he's like the only one with like a moral center out of like all oh my god. Because <laughs> they gotta go to war. Because Bobby Lashley versus Roman gotta go to war yeah, at some point. Yeah, that, Survivor series or earlier. Like they that's her business versus the tribe is is god. That's money. That's her that's business big versus business. bloodline will be elite. Yeah, that's That'd big be great work. <laughs> <laughs> that's big Ooh, business me. six man tag man that's big business so that's gotta happen so yeah you have them in mm. the middle like that'd be super tough mm. wow there you go that's the next six months programming people that's uh <laughs> yeah, appreciate it <laughs> you know that's what we uh, usually do here shit you know you come fuck with the boys you know you get your daily programming <laughs> that's written. how it go <laughs> it's been written so uh, here you go hope you enjoy we it are we are the men with the pen doing what we do best um naomi we're, we're, we're pulling for you we're hoping for a great mania program we'll see what happens but um yeah we're here um also for you listeners this will be the last time that you will be able to have access to our pre-write and our free write as the network is making a very very big move soon it will be announced right around wrestlemania time stay locked for that we will have a very special pre-WrestleMania episode for y'all leading into WrestleMania 37. I know I'm look, looking at them tickets and flights and I'm, 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 I might be out there. I might be out there in Bro, Tampa. I'm like so. 45 <laughs> minutes down the road. I'm really thinking about it. Like he said, man, Vince, come fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Know, might have to make I'm, that trip. I might have to get involved in that Braun Shane match and make it fire. <laughs> you could, could call me Nicholas. That's, that's, that stimmy hit. I might have to buy a pod. <laughs> you see? You see? Um, but yeah, that's that's our show today. Thank y'all for tuning in. And we will be back in two weeks.